0: Well, good morning, City Hills. Hope you're having a great morning so far. Welcome to the Summer Devo. Thank you so much for starting your day. Right here in the word, uh, take a moment. Let us know who's watching. Put your name in the comments, and especially if you have a prayer request, we would love to be praying with you today. And and uh, w- when people are putting prayer requests um, in the comments, let's pray for one another. Let's let's take time to comment on people's posts and just know we're in this together. So I hope you're having an amazing summer so far. Uh, we're getting into the word today, and we're in Ephesians uh, chapter two. And I'm so excited to share just one verse with you today. And I want to share this verse from the Passion Translation. And I have enjoyed just uh, studying this myself. And I'm so excited to see Paul. As you remember yesterday, we uh, talked all through um, our identity in Christ and what, how God um, saved us by His grace, how God did a work in our lives um, whenever we were dead but God uh changed everything and I had people send me messages yesterday and talk about the <clears throat> those moments in their journey when God just totally turned it around those but God moments and that was absolutely amazing but this next verse Ephesians 2:10 uh shows why um god has done that why god has saved us and so grab your uh grab a cup of coffee and your bible and let's look at ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 i want to show it to you in the passion translation maybe in a way you haven't heard before it says this we have become his poetry that's how he starts we have become his poetry And whenever i read that i like reading the um, the Bible, when I'm studying, I like reading a lot of different translations and paraphrases, and I thought, why? I've never heard that before. Um, the translation I grew up um, learning and was, "We are His workmanship, created for good works," which is which is true, absolutely true. But I was um, the New Living Translation says, "We are His masterpiece," but I had never heard before, "We are His poem." So I got studying for myself and the word um, masterpiece that I grew up learning or, the, or I mean, the, word, the word workmanship that I grew up learning and also the word masterpiece, it all comes from this Greek word and the word is poema. I didn't know that. And it literally means a work of art or where we get our word poem. And I thought that was so awesome. This thought that we are God's poem, that God has been writing something, and he says, hey, I'm, I'm not just writing anything. I am writing a poem. I got thinking, what are some of the characteristics of a poem? What, what makes a poem a poem? What's, what is uh, poetry? And I thought, well, I guess it would begin that uh, a poem is imaginative. A poem is, or if I could say it this way, a poem is beautiful, you know, a poem can move you. Um, a, po- a poem is s- something, It's you, someone who's a poet, a true poet, can take ordinary words, maybe an ordinary scene, and use those words to bring out great beauty and to move us. And I thought, if that's not God. See, we are His poem. I think sometimes we think God is our poem, and that's why we get all stressed out and full of anxiety. Because in some way, we think that we're writing our story, and we're kind of in control of it all, and, and you know we have to make all this happen. But God says, slow down. You are my poem. You are a small part of the grand story that I'm telling. And God has the ability to take the ordinary, you and I ordinary circumstances of life, and he can use all of that to bring out beauty and, and intentionality and something beautiful, a, a beautiful poem. That's who we are. Um, he, he goes on to say, he says, we are a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us, for we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Not only I'll continue with, with Paul's thought here. Not only is a poem imaginative and beautiful, a poem is intentional. You know, you, you the thing that always strikes me about poetry, and I I love. There's there's a couple poems that that I continually go back to. That um, there's um, their words bring. Brings so much comfort or joy. Now, those those there's a there's an old movie that I used to love um, to watch with Robin Williams called Dead Poets Society, and it was all about these um, you know high school age uh, boys discovering the beauty of poetry and the power of the of the you know words that are put together in a poem. And, and I was, you know, God says, here's the thing before you were, um, before you even born, I, you were a recreated people. And God says, I have a destiny for you to fulfill. In other words, your life's not just a random bunch of words, but you, you, your life is being pinned by the hand of a master poet. And, he has a destiny for you to fulfill i want to say that today god has a specific destiny for you to fulfill you are not just an accidental person i don't care what anyone else has ever spoken over you it's such a tragedy to me that there are people that have words spoken over them from the time that they are a child of what they're not and how they were an accident that is absolutely not true you are created in the image of an of the almighty god but also you were created intentionally that that there is an intentionality to your life and here's what here's what Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says god says for i know the plans i have for you in other words i'm very intentional declares the lord Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. This is what God thinks about you. And the significance of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which for years has been one of my favorite passages. Um, it was in it was in twenty twenty when I was preaching about this at church on a Sunday. It all kind of came together, and I realized jeremiah 29 was written not to a people that everything was going great in their life it was written to a people in captivity it was written to a people that didn't understand the difficulty of the circumstance they were walking through and god stops and says hey i just want you to know i'm intentional and i want you to know that things may be going difficult in your life right now but i'm not done with you yet I still have a purpose for you. I, I'm, I'm writing something beautiful in this story. So if you just trust me, everything's going to be all right. That's what God's word says. And then Paul concludes with this. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. God said, here's the deal. I've already planned I've already put a purpose. I've already put your destiny in place. And I did that before you were even born. I had a purpose and I had a plan. Paul said, you're God's poem. Your, your life is being written by God. What you're going through is not an accident. Um, God is intentional. Um, God is imaginative. And here's the third aspect of a poem. A poem is memorable. A poem has rhythm. Um, in in this time, whenever I was doing a little study in this time, um, whenever poems were written, they were written to be sung. So they were they they had they had rhyme and to them and they had rhythm to them. And the whole purpose is that this poem would be remembered, and this poem would be sung over and over and over again, and it would continually be something people would want to listen to. And here's what God's saying. Your life is God's poem. There are things you may not understand, but it's intentional. And if you'll trust him, he'll make your life memorable in such a way that people will look at you and they'll see what God's doing in your life. And they'll want, to, they'll want him to do a work um, in their life as well. It's memorable. And so here's what Hebrews, the book of Hebrews says, Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I want to bring our attention where he says, God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And here's, I want to conclude with just kind of a question to think about today, or two questions. Um, Firstly, am I trying to write my own story or am I trusting God as the author today? Maybe there's some situations you need to give to God this morning and say, God, I've been trying to write this. You are the author, and you're doing this in a beautiful way, and I trust you. And then secondly, uh, what good work is God calling me to do today? He says we were created for good works. So what is the thing that God has put before you today? Not the thing you've put in front of yourself. Not the thing you've kind of decided this is how your story has to be. But what is the next step that God has called you to take today? He's the author. We can trust him. And he is writing a beautiful poem through our lives, one with rhythm, one with intentionality, one that's going to make a difference for his kingdom. So let's pray together this morning. Lord, I thank you that you are with us. I thank you, God, that you're writing a poem with our lives. God, that we're we're not just aimlessly... Um, just walking through life with with no meaning. But God, you are writing something beautiful. We may not see it right now. It may be like a, a, a mighty tapestry that only on the other side we will truly understand what you are doing, God. But we say this, we trust you. Lord, we, are, we, we refuse to keep trying to write our own story and we choose to trust you to be the author of our story. And God, today, show us show us the good works that you've planned for us to do. Show us the people we're supposed to love. Show us the people we're supposed to care for. And we thank you, God. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being on here today. Um, I hope you have an amazing day, City Hills family. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Also, don't forget. Don't forget. Um, we have a tomorrow night for all middle school and high schoolers, we're having the, the student summer kickoff. And they're having laser tag, all kinds of cool stuff. So if you have a teenager or, or um, a family member, get them to come. It's going to be awesome. And have an amazing day, City Hills. Love you.